Welcome to the Fearless Future Podcast. I'm your host, Catherine McCord, transformational life and business coach. If you're a business leader, budding entrepreneur, or sole business owner, you're in the right spot. If you want to start your own business venture, uplevel your existing business, and expand your opportunity, purpose is the foundation to success. This episode is about, is your business losing revenue by not being purpose-driven? This is for the passionate business owners and leaders looking to increase their opportunity and revenue through purpose-driven action. First, we dive into what purpose-driven really means and how to translate this into purpose-driven sales. It's geared mainly towards B2B, but some principles can be applied to the B2C channel. So for those who don't know, B2B is business to business, B2C is business to consumer. First, let's define what being purpose-driven is. In short, a purpose-driven company makes an impact in their community or in the world. It's an impact greater than their products or services and often related to sustainability and or ethical values. The four types of corporate social responsibility, aka CSR, some of you may have heard this, or it's something that you drive already in your business. So factors such as environmental, ethical, sustainability, and economic are the four corporate social responsibility types. Being purpose-driven can also equate to solving issues or supporting a mission with the direct product or service, though often it's with the revenue that's generated through the sale of these items. So there's probably a lot of brands that you can consider that you know that percentage of the proceeds go to a good cause. All right, here's why many well-known brands are shifting gears and creating more focus on their impact, their purpose. A 2019 research by Deloitte states that purpose-driven companies witness higher market share gains and grow three times faster on average than their competitors. Also in Deloitte, but in 2020, Global Marketing Trends report found that purpose-driven companies had 40% higher levels of workforce retention than their competitors. So interesting, this study came out in 2020. So clearly the study was done on the cusp of COVID. In the same Deloitte study, we see that millennials will make up 75% of the workforce by 2025, and they're looking for socially responsible employers. Forbes did a global study in 2020, which revealed that consumers are four to six times more likely to purchase, protect, and champion purpose-driven companies. Salesforce also did a study that states 79% of business leaders believe that purpose is central to the success of the business. But there's a lot of work that has to be done because that same study in Salesforce also proved that only half of employees knew what their organization actually stood for and what makes them different. So that's pretty scary when you consider, you know, you have a Salesforce, so no pun intended here, that go out to drive your message, your mission, your business or attract business, to generate the revenue that you need to run your business, or to go towards the cause that you're supporting. But only half of your employees really understand what it is that the company actually stands for. So did you know that there's different levels of purpose? Purpose can be driven from your role within an organization. The company as a whole has a purpose. Maybe one of their brands or a brand has a purpose. And the customer holds a purpose. Any size business can be purpose-driven and being clear on what that is, is really the first step 
to building your success as a purpose-driven company. So how do you get clear if you aren't already? So if you have a business or you're starting a business and you're really unsure of what that purpose really is, then here are things that you can do to clarify. Consider what is your mission or what is the overall impact that you want to make and why. So think bigger picture. So some might say, well, I want to serve this type of client. I want to solve this problem. Great. But what's the greater mission in that? What are you truly, truly doing? So some of you might be sitting there saying, well, I'm in business because I'm in business to make money. So yes, all businesses are in business to make money. Anyone who thinks otherwise is mistaken, though making money comes in different forms. So just because a business is in there to make money doesn't mean that they're not doing good or that they're not purpose-driven. So many think nonprofits are the purpose-driven, the true purpose-driven businesses, while for-profits are not. But whether for profit or nonprofit, they can still be purpose-driven. First, let's look at the nonprofits. So they're there to make money, to invest in their mission, to drive their impact and their purpose, which is generally supporting some form of solving issues in a community, the environment, creating opportunity for others, or healing in some aspects. Some for-profit may do the same, only they do this by selling their products and services, which also serves another purpose, the customer purpose. So a simple example of this may be that a company sells pens, but a percentage of their proceeds go to buying school supplies for underprivileged families, or maybe even contributes to scholarships for underprivileged students. So they're servicing the customer purpose with the pen while also supporting their mission to ensure all kids in a community have access to school supplies or access to education. Now, the real reason I wanted to talk about this was to share how to build purpose-driven sales, opportunity, and improve communication with clients. You can build opportunity and improve communication with your clients and partners that lead to sustainable success if you are purpose-driven. Some of you may not have your purpose figured out or your CSR, Corporate Social Responsibility, set out at this point, but you can still start having purpose-driven conversations through the sales channel or partnerships that you're creating. If you ask your team if they are purpose-driven, would they say yes? Why most of them actually say yes is because this term is used interchangeably a few ways and sometimes, for example, as solution selling. So let's take a minute and dissect what some of the different forms of selling look like. So solution selling, it's exactly what it states. It's a solution to a problem someone or a business is challenged with. So asking questions to understanding the issue, then sharing how your product or service is the solution to the problem is solution selling. Consultative selling. This is similar to solution selling, though it includes guiding the client on how they can move forward and achieve what they are trying to solve. It goes beyond just using the product or service to fix the problem, and generally it places the salesperson as more of an advisor. So a lot of times you see this in SaaS and software sales. So they first buy the product because it's going to solve an issue that they have or be a product that enhances their services or their own product, then the salesperson also guides them through 
how to implement it and how to utilize it to its best ability. Okay, strategic selling. This focuses on the future generally. It defines the target for the product or service and how the company is going to reach that audience. Articulating your competitive advantage and working with clients to strategically plan out the execution for a winning result. So this is most apparent for long cycle sales, high level sales. Okay, all three of these techniques can be found in a purpose-driven approach. So there's a sprinkle of each within there, can be. But how the conversation differs is aligning things like your values, your philosophies, your missions. Consider some of these examples. So here are questions that you can start using to become more purpose-driven. What's the bigger picture to why you want to do business with this client or partner? So is there a greater picture outside of your product or service? Are your missions or values aligned? So is that what maybe helps strike up that conversation? What are the synergies in your vision and business goals? Trust me, you don't know what those are until you start speaking to people within the organization. So how does your product or service align with their purpose? How can doing business with you help them achieve their overall business goals? It's a bit of a repeat, but the point is the definition of sales is to benefit the buyer. So sometimes it is just an immediate buy your product and it solves their problem and they are happy. But If you want to build a deeper relationship and a more long-term sustainable one with maybe several opportunities as opposed to just the product or service that you're initially entering into a partnership with, then going beyond that is asking further questions to discover things about their business goals, their missions, the impact they want to make as an organization or as an individual contributor. So that leads me to the next level, which is micro level. So there is a micro level conversation that can happen. And this really stems around what each of our roles are as a contributor to a brand or an organization. So what is the purpose of the role of your key contact at the prospective company? Why are they interested in sitting at the table with you? What does your product or service or your business provide them that helps them provide and contribute to their business and their goals? So what is the overall purpose of the decision makers? So I say decision makers because often it's not just one decision maker. It's not just the person sitting across from you. Um, Sometimes there is a team of individuals that join a meeting or that the information that you provide in a meeting gets taken back to them. And they together collaborate on the decision of whether they do business with you or your brand or your company. So what's their overall purpose? So an example of this is that the accountant or the finance person has a very different purpose of why they would want to buy your product. So maybe it helps them make money. Maybe it helps them save cost versus maybe the buyer It's going to solve a problem at the immediate level for his team or product that he's trying to elevate. So what does it mean to your client's bottom line? Another one to consider is 
you know, maybe it's a marketing individual. So is there something that you can align with your business and their business that marketing can take and develop a specific campaign, which already sets some deep roots for you guys to continue to doing business together? Quite often, aligning purpose at this level will help move the conversation and relationship forward to further connections within the organization. So being able to articulate purpose at different levels gives you a competitive advantage. By drilling down on these areas, it takes the conversation in a whole new direction. It creates a deeper meaning to the partnership. It builds trust at a different level than just being able to deliver your product or service. So a company that truly gets this will know who they will not do business with and why. So the brand that comes top of mind is Patagonia. They are known to pull out of areas that they feel are no longer aligned with their purpose. So there was an article in fastcompany.com where it talked about Patagonia pulling out of corporate logo wear because it didn't align with their mission, which I can tell you is probably a multi-million dollar channel for them. So a few reasons that I'm so passionate about this topic is because over my 20 years in sales and business development, it used to drive me nuts every time I listened to sales managers and teams wanting to drive conversations strictly from a place of our product is the best before they even knew anything about the prospective client or business or partner. Even worse was being in meetings with others that brought desperation. So yeah, often when you have sales teams that are only thinking about their target, what they need out of that client to hit their target that was maybe forecasted, the conversation can become desperate versus actually seeking out and uncovering and using the opportunity to discover more about an opportunity that may be lying there, which can still help them reach their target, but maybe even go over the line. So desperate conversations at the table are embarrassing to say the least. Tweaking even minor things in your approach can completely change the game. So it can expand your opportunity and create sustainable revenue through a conversation your clients may actually be surprised at. So I've had many meetings with clients where the least time was spent on demonstrating the product or service and walking away with those clients feeling like, wow, that was like one of the best meetings I've had. And I'm not saying that was just meetings that I was chairing, but even being with other colleagues that drove from a place of purpose. So the partnership organically blossomed because of the connection and alignment that we were able to create between our businesses and our purpose. So where can sales leaders and teams begin the new way forward? Or maybe enhance something that you're already feeling like you're achieving? Well, it all starts in the prospecting stage. So by better prospecting, you minimize your time on assessing leads while maximizing your opportunity with the right partners. I don't know about you, but I'd rather have 10 solid aligned calls with next steps to action rather than 25 unrelated calls just because they were leads in the pipeline. So don't make your sales teams continue to work on all the no's that they get as a challenge. So often when you're beginning in sales, people say, oh, a no just means there's more conversation to be had. Yeah, sometimes that is the case. But if there's no real connection 
to take this relationship long term, if that's the goal, then what is the point of your sales team spending time and energy, valuable time and energy with that prospect versus finding ones that truly align? So allowing your teams to take the time to research the alignment piece will maximize their efficiency and opportunity. You can do research in less than two minutes on a company and know if there's things that you can drive the conversation with that create more alignment than you just calling them to tell them about your product or service. So stop pitching and start connecting and you will see a rapid change in your opportunity and revenue. Let's get our teams out of transaction mode and into sustainable success. Giving your partners greater reason to do business together makes it harder for them to walk away. Fearless Future Podcast is made possible by platforms such as Buzzsprout and Riverside FM. If you're interested in starting your own podcast, Buzzsprout is a great place to start to host, promote, and begin tracking your podcast. They have a 360-degree service and a ton of videos to help you get set up, choose the right equipment, and how to monetize your podcast. Their customer service is the quickest and most reliable to keep you growing and never stall your creative output. It's a super easy platform to use and connect your podcast to all major platforms for listeners to find you. So ready to launch your podcast? Go ahead and use the Buzzsprout link that I put in the show notes and receive a $20 Amazon gift card after your second paid invoice. Riverside FM is my studio platform that allows me to schedule and invite guests into a professional and interactive studio. You can have one or multiple guests and it records separate tracks for ease in editing and creating clips. It's an intuitive platform that makes your videos look great and improves any sound quality, including sound effects. Follow the links in the show notes to review if these platforms can work for you. Want a secret for editing? Check out the Descript link that I put in the show notes. This is the easiest platform I've ever used to edit podcasts or any type of audio or video. So yes, you can upload video. You can get the transcript. And all you have to do is edit the transcript and you're done. Super easy. Check it out. All the best on your journey and have a fantastic week.